So often I hear people say, the main difference between introverts and extroverts is how we get our energy. I think this definition is lacking. If how you get your energy is the main difference, what about all your gifts as a deep thinker or deep feeler? Or we need some time alone to recharge, but it's not the only reason we need alone time as introverts. We also need alone time to use and enjoy our gifts. It's not just an escape from people. We need time to think, to plan, to focus, to dream. But saying the only difference is that we need time alone to recharge discounts all of our amazing strengths and gifts that come from being an introvert. Hello, and welcome to episode 81 of the Quiet and Strong podcast, especially for introverts. I'm your host, David Hall, and the creator of quietandstrong.com. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to understanding the strengths and needs of introverts. Introversion is not something to fix, but to be embraced. Normally, we'll air each episode on a Monday. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a review, tell a friend, help get the word out there. The other day, I came across a poll online asking if participants were outgoing or shy or both. I thought the question was a funny one, that either you're outgoing or shy, no other options. I think so much of the world interprets introversion and extroversion in this way, that if you like people, you're an extrovert, and if you're shy, you're introvert. And this couldn't be more wrong. I find it even more frustrating that many people say they're an ambervert or I'm an extroverted introvert because they like people but also need quiet time to recharge and focus. So rather than just understanding or admitting that they're introverts, they came up with a different title. But I'll tell you, introverts are not shy and we like people too. So we're going to get into that a little bit more. Too often I'm hearing introversion described in a more apologetic or even a negative way. So many of us don't want to claim the title of introvert, or maybe there's even some closet introverts out there and only admit to being an introvert as a shameful or a negative trait. It seems that many people are afraid to embrace the title of introversion. Maybe it's because introversion has been erroneously linked to shyness, although both introverts and extroverts can be shy. Or because they like people and don't want to be alone all the time. Who does want to be alone all the time? But even if you like people, but you still need to have that space and quiet time to recharge, guess what? Then you're probably an introvert. Introverts do like people. We really do. We do crave that one-on-one connection. We enjoy deeper conversations. But we do need people nonetheless. Using other titles, it can be harmful as it suggests it continues to keep that myth going that introverts don't like people. The fact is, as humans, we all need connection. I like people and I also need some time alone. I'm an introvert. I do love ideas and sharing those with others and forming deep connections with people. I can actually get quite energized by some deep interactions with others. As introverts, We just don't like all of the ways of communicating, interacting that extroverts might like. We tend to not like excessive small talk, especially not in large, noisy crowds. But get us talking in a small group 
or one-on-one on a topic important to us, and you may not be able to get us to stop talking. We actually have a lot to say because we're always thinking. So liking people isn't an extrovert thing. Being an introvert is just more about our preferences for communication, interaction, and that's where the difference may be. And of course, there's also a misunderstanding that introversion is shyness, and that's not the case. An introvert can be shy, of course, but an extrovert can be as well. It's really a matter of a lack of confidence. And the good news is you can gain confidence if you are a shy introvert or extrovert. You can gain confidence and overcome shyness. And often shyness can be overcome by understanding and embracing who you are and the great gifts that you have. What sets introverts apart from extroverts is that we spend more time focused inwardly and extroverts spend more time focused on the outer world. We think and then speak while the extrovert speaks in order to think. We need a little time alone to focus, process, recharge while the extroverts get their energy outwardly and may need to spend time with others after focusing on a deep project or spending time alone. Unfortunately, as introverts, we may downplay our strengths. We are told that in order to be successful, we need to be more like the extroverts. But what if we celebrated our gifts instead? What if we embraced our introverted nature and used it to our advantage? There's a lot to love about being an introvert. We have rich inner lives and often thrive in solitary pursuits. And at the same time, we like people. We're also creative and introspective. In a world where introversion is often misunderstood, it can be difficult to celebrate our gifts and strengths as introverts. But by embracing who we are, we can find greater satisfaction and happiness in our lives. I believe what is at the heart of my introversion is I'm a deep thinker. Some introverts are great feelers or empaths. We have different gifts, but we all have gifts. As introverts, we naturally turn inward to thoughts and feelings more often than not. That's how we naturally process internally rather than externally. So often I hear people say, the main difference between introverts and extroverts is how we get our energy and that we, as introverts, Recharge by being alone. I think this definition is lacking. If how you get your energy is the main difference, what about all your gifts as a deep thinker or deep feeler? Or we need some time alone to recharge. And this is very important to understand and honor that need. But it's not the only reason we need alone time as introverts. We also need alone time to use and enjoy our gifts. It's not just an escape from people. We need time to think, to plan, to focus, to dream. But saying the only difference is that we need time alone to recharge discounts all of our amazing strengths and gifts that come from being an introvert and only to serve to make us feel different and isolated rather than helping us feel amazing and celebrated. For me, it was a long journey in discovering my strengths. I originally set out on this path of understanding my introversion because I thought something was wrong with me and I wanted to fix it. I've heard many other people say that. Over the years, I've studied and learned about personality and about myself. Something that was very helpful for me 
was going through training on being a facilitator on both the Myers-Briggs type indicator, it's a personality assessment, and also the Strengths Finder, which is now called Gallup Strengths. It was during this time that I learned that strengths come to us very naturally, and that we each have our unique gifts. I learned, or maybe a better way to say that is I confirmed that I was an introvert. I'm a deep thinker. I'm an analytical problem solver. I'm gifted at seeing the big picture and how all the details fall into place. I'm very reflective as an introvert, and this comes into play in the work that I do and in my life. I also learned that others come with their own gifts, and I need to understand them and help them understand me so that we can all make the contributions we are created to make. Have you taken either of these assessments, or maybe some others perhaps? Do you know your strengths and needs? Do you understand the strengths and needs of others in your life? There is now a free TypeFinder personality assessment on the Quiet and Strong website. This free assessment will give you a brief report, including the four-letter Myers-Briggs code. This can be a great tool as you continue to grow in your self-awareness. So fast forward a few years, I was blogging about introversion. I had recently published my first book for introverts. And at this point in time, we were in the height of the pandemic. I was hearing a lot of talk about introverts and what they're about, what they need. Like, for example, all introverts love being isolated and such things like that. Unfortunately, it was not all accurate. And I came across many people who were confused about who they were and feeling bad about themselves. I knew it was time for me to give more of a voice to the strengths and needs of introverts. And I started this podcast on World Introvert Day, January 2nd, 2021. World Introvert Day is a great day to celebrate introversion. And of course, we should celebrate every day. And that's what this episode's about. So through this podcast, I've had the opportunity to meet so many amazing introverts. Some are introvert coaches and authors. Some are successful professionals that have learned to embrace their introversion. And as an introvert, I've had an amazing time having these deep one-on-one conversations with these incredible individuals and making these connections. We talk about strengths, needs, strategies for success, and even do some myth-busting. I ask every guest to share their own introverted strengths, or superpowers sometimes we call them, or sometimes what they've seen, the strengths that they've seen in others. So as part of this episode, I wanted to share some clips with some of my guests' introverted strengths. First, to help us celebrate introversion, and second, to help us recognize these gifts in ourselves. Keep in mind that all of us introverts are different, and we each have different gifts. And so you may have some of the gifts and strengths that are mentioned, and you may have some different ones. There's so many gifts and strengths, so the following is not meant as a comprehensive list. But the important thing is that we all need to understand our own gifts and strengths, as that is what will set us apart. Here we go. So my guest in episode 41 is Terrence Lee, author of Quiet Voice, Fearless Leader. Listen to the gift he shares about introversion. I think another one is, uh, you know, just listening. And this kind of ties into observation in a way, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a little different as well. Just, you know, the ability to listen and pick up on things, to pick up on the things that other people are missing, you know, because, again, a lot of people like to talk. They don't like to listen. And and when I say listen, I mean, like, actively listen. You know, some people can uh, 
you think they're listening, they're really not. They're really listening for their response. They're already thinking about what they're going to say back. You know, I think an introverted leader can actively listen to people and understand their problem. Are you a good active listener? A strength can be to deeply listen and understand the person and what they need. Here's another one. In episode 42, Sophie Morris, who's a coach for introverted teens and their parents, talks about our gifts of connection. See most frequently is how thoughtful they are. Um, how thoughtful they are not only about themselves but about other people that because I think you know we talked about that need for deep connection and I think it makes them very aware of the world around them and I also wonder if as an introvert who may often have felt that they have been slightly invisible or have been spoken over they're very conscious of other people in that situation and do try and include other people and understand other people who are in in that situation um i think yeah introverts are great at listening aren't they you know they're really good um i think also because we do spend quite a lot of time internally we like to think things through we can be great problem solvers and that's what i love but it's kind of creative problems we need time we're not going to be able to kind of come up with something on the spot but actually if you give an introvert time they'll probably come up with something really creative that maybe you know nobody else has thought about With deep connection comes understanding. Introverts think things through and come up with ways to creatively solve problems. In episode 43, my guest Steve Friedman, author of The Corporate Introvert, discusses our ability to prepare. They roll into a business meeting and they just, you know, whatever comes at the top of their head, which sometimes we can be envious of that. But sometimes the things that are on the top of people's heads are not necessarily the best information to share in meetings. But I I realized that was not my style. And so if we um, as a uh, as an introvert, if we can embrace that preparation and make sure we put some some time aside for that. So if I know I have a big meeting in the afternoon, I've learned that I actually need to block out some time. Maybe it's right before the meeting. Maybe it's the day before. It depends on the kind of meeting. And think about, you know, hopefully I've got pre-read or, or an agenda so I can think about what's that meeting going to be about and what do I have, what expertise or knowledge or curiosity do I have to add to that meeting? Preparation is a great need for introverts but also a great gift. We can do our deep thinking ahead of time and then bring some amazing ideas and insights forward. In episode 50, Matt Johnson, creator of the Microfamous podcast and author of the Microfamous book, discusses his introvert ability to see the big picture and to strategize. As far as strength, so there was a point, I think about four years ago, and I just, I, I kind of like had this little flash and I don't even know what caused it, but I'm like, holy cow, like the business only needs like three things from me. And um, it was like strategy, writing, and leadership. And those are three or three things that I'm really good at. And, and being an introvert helps contribute to being really good at those. And I just realized, man, alive, like I don't actually need to be doing anything else in my business, but those three things. And I should be building up those strengths so that they become stronger. You know, you talk about introverts being more inward looking. I think that makes us better at strategy because strategy is, you know, being able to see things, understand trade-offs, make hard decisions, really think things through, see, see things clearly. Um, I think introverts are probably more inclined to be really good at strategy, good decision-making. Seeing things clearly and thinking things through 
makes for great strategy for writing for introverted leadership. Also, a really important point Matt made here is to focus on your strengths and bring your strengths to your business or organization. And that, of course, means letting others bring their strengths. In episode 54, Tracy Gillette, a therapist that works with introverts on anxiety and relationships, discusses how introverts can be great at seeing what others don't. Yeah, I think like the like the obvious one is that we're good listeners. Um, yeah. But I think also, and I would say for myself and other introverted people I know, is that we can be quite good at hearing what people aren't saying. And then if we name what isn't being spoken, how helpful that is. And, and I think we also can see the gaps. So um, that often shows up in the workplace, not necessarily with teens yet, um, but in the workplace, you know, we might see that this service is missing or, um, you know, if we did this a bit differently, the, the impact it can make. So sometimes we see things that other people aren't seeing. Uh, sometimes it takes the, the bravery to see it, right? If nobody else is speaking about this thing, but I can just so obviously see it. Often introverts see things differently. And seeing things differently can be exactly what's needed for positive change. In episode 61, Thea Orozco, coach and author of The Introvert's Guide to the Workplace, discusses her quiet strengths. One of my strengths is problem solving. I love, I love to do creative problem solving, and I think it really plays into my strength of listening, my strength of observing, um, because, you know, I'm, I'm naturally quiet you know as you said that doesn't mean i'm shy it's you know quiet as a strength and i think that's how my my favorite way of using that quiet strength again quiet doesn't mean shy but rather thinking listening observing and this leads to creative problem solving in episode 62 life coach and podcaster christy vale shares the strength of deep conversation and connection a strength for me. And it's, it's probably something that comes natural, but it's also something that I really enjoy building on is facilitating meaningful conversations. I really have developed this trust in myself that with the right people, because it it doesn't always happen. It's not always going to be the most meaningful conversation, but I will say those come really naturally to me. And I, I think it's because you know, as a highly sensitive person and an introvert and probably, you know, many other parts of who I am, I'm naturally really interested in other people. And, um, so for me, yeah, I, I love meaningful conversations. I love getting to know people. I love talking to people like you and it just energizes me so much. So I'd say that's, that's one of my favorite strengths. Making meaningful conversations as an introvert. Introverts do love and need meaningful conversations and some like Christy, have a strength to get to know and understand others and help others make those meaningful connections. Victoria Lianski, an introvert public speaking coach, shares how to use your introverted strengths to overcome fear in episode 66. I think our biggest strength is that we actually think through things. We are, over, we are overthinking, that's a weakness, but, <laughs> but the yeah, strength yeah. <laughs> is that we think, which means we approach everything we do in a thoughtful way. So use that strength. If you know you have a presentation tomorrow, 
don't try to wing it. Don't try to just spend the whole time before the presentation being scared and just terrified and keep on thinking, oh, I'm so scared. What am I going to do? No, no, that's, you don't need to do that. What you need to do is actually use your strengths as an introvert, the strength of thinking things through and prepare meticulously. Now, when I say prepare, I don't mean, you know, let's say write down everything you're going to say, whatever you, however your process is. And I do have a process that I teach, but we all have different process. Thinking and preparing are great strengths as introverts. We can use this in so many aspects of our lives, such as becoming amazing public speakers. In episode 71, Stacey Rochan, educator and author of Tech with Heart, shares her ability to focus and learn because of her introversion. I'm very good at problem solving. So along the way, like how I've found my way to the the path that I'm on right now is a lot of just like... Like I work in ed tech now, but was I ever like really trained in in this type of thing? No, but I can look at a problem and really analyze it well. I think that's something that I'm really strong at, but I'm able to do that work when I am able to carve out like quiet time. I can sit down and do 90 minutes of focus work really well. Many of us introverts have the ability to analyze and problem solve and can have the gift of focus. Of course, we need to create that time and space to get that focus. Matthew Pollard, author of the Introvert Edge series, shares in episode 78 some introverted superpowers that can make us great at things like sales and networking. The other things that introverts are great at our empathy and active listening. And these are huge advantages in networking, in sales, in public speaking, when you're doing Q&A. We just have to learn the systems that work for us. And if we can find an introvert, and the reason why I talk about Zig Ziglar, Ivan Meisner, is yes, I've got books on networking and sales, and they have the word introvert on them. But there are tons of people out there that are looking for advice for themselves as an introvert on, we were just talking about this on parenting, on, you know, leadership, things that I haven't written books on. And some of them, there are books on those topics that are out there with the word introvert on them. But truthfully, it doesn't matter. You've got to find yourself a person that you can follow. We can learn how to use our strengths as an introvert and often we'll learn best in learning from a fellow introvert. Your way to success is likely to look different from the extrovert path to success. In episode 79, public speaking coach, Julia Beecham-Craft shares another great strength. Here's a clip from our conversation. You know, what makes those people great is, is their deep thinking ability. And, you know, you mentioned Meryl Streep. Someone might say, oh no, she can't be an introvert. She's a great actress or whatever. And it's like, well, maybe it's that introversion that's making her the great actress, you know? Yes. Yes. That, that's been my experience with actors and actresses and performers. You know, the great artist that goes off and uh, is, is discovering themselves and finding things and then sort of comes forward and shares it with the world. That tends to be the introvert. Yeah. This is a perfect place to end. Imagine the great artist that goes off on their own and comes back with great discoveries to share with the world. Introverts have made so many contributions to innovation, philosophy, literature, art, as we're thinking deeply and often in new ways. What are your ideas or art? And maybe your ideas are your art. What are you sharing with the world? What do you want to share with the world? 
Introversion comes with great gifts and strengths that need to be celebrated. Let's celebrate our introversion. Let's get to know our strengths and needs. Let's bust myths such as introversion is shyness or the introverts don't like people. You have great gifts. Do you know what they are? Are you using them? Are you known for them? Be proud and celebrate who you are. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you take the time to explore other episodes and learn from many other amazing guests. Remember, if you're interested in getting to know yourself better, there's now a free TypeFinder personality assessment on the Quiet and Strong website. This free assessment will give you a brief report, including the four-letter Myers-Briggs code, and I'll add a link in the show notes. And I'd love to connect with you. Reach out at david at quietandstrong.com or check out the quietandstrong.com website, which includes blog posts, links to social media channels, and much more about introversion. Send me topics or guests you would like to see on the show. There's so many great things about being an introvert, and we need those to be understood. Get to know your introverted strengths and needs, and be strong.